This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Top of the afternoon to you, or morning or evening, depending on when you are listening. And thanks for tuning in. I thought we would start with a song from the Great American Songbook. So if you know this one, sing along. You got to accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. In Between. You got to spread joy up to the maximum, bring gloom down to the minimum, have faith or pandemonium liable to walk on the scene to illustrate my last remark Joan in the whale Noah in the ark what did they do when everything seems so dark they said you better accentuate the positive eliminate the negative latch on to the affirmative don't mess with mister in between mess with Mr. In-Between, don't mess with Mr. In-Between, oh yeah, okay, so you probably remember that tune, or you may have heard it before, maybe once, or maybe it's a new experience, but that song goes way back, called Accentuate the Positive. And I guess what made that interesting was that they would put the syllable, the accent, in all sorts of different places in that tune. Accentuate the positive or accentuate the positive. So different singers did it different ways. It was done by, oh, let's see here, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Ella Fitzgerald, you name it. A lot of performers all throughout the years have done it. And... Hey, what a message. Come on. Accentuate the positive, right? Amazing, profound lesson. This notion of what do we pay attention to? What do we direct our energies to? Where do we put our focus? On the positive or on the negative? What do we see? The positive or the negative? So, this week's Parsha is Vayera, which is this idea of Hashem appearing to Avram. And it's related, of course, to the word Vayar, same actual same Hebrew letters. It's just the punctuation that's different. Vayera has a punctuation that's different than Vayar, but they are the exact same um, Hebrew letters. And obviously, they both come from the root of, which is a vision, to see. So, speaking of see, we see an interesting phenomenon in the Torah. And I, I think it, it actually goes back to Parshas Noah, where it deals with this idea of vision and of seeing. And I want to just discuss that with you just for a minute or two and share this insight with you. Um, it's actually not my particular insight. 
it's I'm just going to elaborate on it. It's really something that the Rebbe spoke about. And, you know, people say, oh, what's your favorite discussion of the Rebbe? What's your favorite sicha? What the Rebbe's particular Torah talk on a Parsha? And I always, always love this one that the Rebbe spoke on Parsha's Noach, um, which deals with this notion of seeing and to see the positive and not to focus on the negative. And I'm talking about the incident of Noah and his children and their families. They leave the ark and come on to dry land. And one of the first things that occurs is Noah plants a vineyard and, um, yeah, gets a little bit, uh, has a little bit too much wine. And the Torah uses the expression by Yishkar, right? He became shikar, became drunk. And he was uh, revealed in his tent. In other words, he was in not such a tznius, in such a modest position. So then it says, that Cham, the son of, of the father of Canaan, Cham, the father of Canaan, sees what, what takes place. Why does it mention Cham as the father of Canaan? It could have just said, Vayar Cham. And Hamsa, what does he have to say, the father of Canaan? Because Canaan was actually the one who saw, and then he went to tell his father. But interesting, and then all sorts of unusual things take place. Regardless of what actually occurred, the outcome was that Noah could not bear a fourth child. Uh, He was unable to have a fourth child because of what, uh, happened to him in the tent, uh, done to him by um, when Ham went in to take care of, of business, right? So, and Ham ends up telling his two brothers, Shame and Yafes. And they go in, they take this garment, they go in to cover their father, right? That the, he shouldn't be in this immodest uh, position. And um, so it says they took a garment and they covered him. And it says, and their faces were like turned away. And then, and they did not see their, the nakedness of their father. And obviously there's a question here. What does it mean? There's a bunch of questions. Um, what actually took place, we're not sure. The Mephorshim have different opinions. Some say that uh, Ham actually castrated uh, Noah, or some did something to him to make it so he couldn't bear another child. Now, he did it perhaps for a good reason. They just came through this tumultuous flood. And, you know, he might have thought, why are we bringing more children into this uh crazy, confused, mixed-up world. Like, what? Th- this is the kind of world we want to bring kids into. And so he probably had a good motive for it. But it's very interesting that here you have a situation where there's something that occurred that's very negative. And it says, Vayar Ham, Ham saw it. And it says, by the two brothers who went in to cover their father, it says, Ve'ervas avihem lo ra'o. Right, Lo Ra'u. They didn't see. They didn't see. 
Well, obviously they had to see something because they had to know where to cover him, right? But nonetheless, the Torah says, Lo ra'u, they did not see. Perhaps it means, and Rabbi Jacobson has a beautiful discussion on this, perhaps it means as Rabbi Jacobson let, lets his insight into this kind of take off, and he says they didn't really pay attention to it. They didn't, they didn't focus on it. So here we can use the word ra'u, um, it's actually the accent is on, speaking of accentuate the positive, the accent is on the last silala bull, which is ra'u. So, lo ra'u. Okay? As opposed to cham, vayar cham. Cham did see it. Cham focused on it. And cham saw this negative situation. Whereas the two brothers, the other two sons of Noah, Shem and Yafes, Lo ra'u, they did not focus on it. So I wanted to share with you this, the insight of the Rebbe on this sicha, which always blows my mind. And the Rebbe starts off by saying this famous, uh, this famous teaching of the Baal Shem Tov, that every everything a person sees or hears is a is meant to be a lesson for him or her. So. In other words, everything is by divine providence. It's karma. It's divine providence. It's orchestrated for you to see, to hear, to experience. And so, Ham, <coughs> excuse me, Ham sees this. He focuses on it. He sees this horrible situation. And he does something to his father that actually prevents his father from having a fourth child. <coughs> excuse me. Unlike Shemin Yafes, who covered him, so obviously they had to see what to do, but La Ra'u, they did not focus on it, they did not pay attention, they did not see the negative. And so the Rebbe has this thing, if everything is meant to be a lesson, what happens if a person sees something negative in his or her life? You're walking along, you see somebody rob a bank. You're walking along, you hear somebody, <coughs> which I have experienced this, I saw a... Um, a man curse out his father, and it was you know something disgusting to to hear and to to see, to experience. Like you know this guy cursing out his uh, his father, it was really a horrible thing. So the Rebbe says, what should be our reaction to when we seemingly experience something negative? If everything is meant to be a lesson in our daily lives, so wh- how should we? perceive it. What should our reaction be? Many times our reaction is, and maybe I felt this way when I saw this guy cursing out his father, that good for nothing bum, why I had to go and deck his lights out. You know, I give him a good sock and and the kisser, knock him out and rescue his father. You know, that was my emotional reaction. And Sometimes we see somebody doing something, let's say it's somebody who's involved with, with drugs, somebody involved in something negative, and you see them going downhill. Is your reaction one of, oh, that good-for-nothing bum? Or is your reaction of, oh, I have Rachmanus, I have compassion and sympathy for the person, let me see what I can do to help the person out. So the Rebbe, speaking like a therapist, like a, a a, a psychologist, the Rebbe says we can gauge where we are at with this particular situation that we are experiencing 
on our own emotional reaction to it. If we react in a way of, ah, that good for nothing bum, I ought to lay this dude out. Ugh, that person, look what they're doing to themselves. Don't they know they're killing themselves? They're getting involved with drugs. They're stealing money from their parents. They're dropping out of school. Those good-for-nothing bums, look what, look what, what's their problem? If that's our emotional reaction, then the Rebbe says that's a lesson for us that we have that trait within ourselves, that that exists somehow in ourselves if we react in this hot-headed emotional way. If, on the other hand, our reaction is, ah, what a what a horrible thing. It's too bad. Let, what can I do to help this person improve? What can I do to make this situation better? How can I help this person get off drugs? How can I help this person stay in school? How can I help this person learn the right uh, meter, the right attribute to, to be nice to his father? If that's our reaction on a gut level, then that means we've we don't have that problem within ourselves. In any case, the Rebbe concludes by saying, in any case, our outcome should be that we have to intervene in some way to help the person out, to help this individual out. The main thing is we have to take action to do something positive for the situation and for the person and not just turn our heads and pretend we don't see and not just close our eyes. So we do have to see, like Shem and Yafes, they did see, they did go in, they did know how to cover and to treat their father properly, but they didn't pay attention to the negative. They did what they could to help out in that situation. And so too, my dear friends, that is the barometer, that's the emotional barometer for where we stand when we experience, when we experience something that seems to be negative in our own lives. It's how we react on a gut level. That's our indicator. But either way, we should try to figure out what is the best way possible to help the situation out, to help the situation improve, and to help that we always are involved with accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, no mess with this in between. So I guess don't mess with Mr. In-Between. We're either um, seeing and paying attention to the negative or we're seeing and paying attention to how to bring out the positive in that particular situation. So I wish everybody an awesome week. Shavuot Tov. Have a great week, everybody. And let's try to focus on the positive.